Welcome back to another episode of the Frills Daily Show. I'm your host, Frills Daily, and we have co-host Sean F. Smith. Today, we have a number of topics to talk about. Russell Wilson trade, Wagner being released, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, and of course, Adams. I'm going to talk about the top five combine picks of the first round, Ridley, and of course, the Wentz trade, which is amazing. And what's going to happen with the Colts moving forward? And, and it's been an amazing week, full of anticipation. Of course, we talked about this on our last episode. Uh, what, where, where do you stand right now, as far as like the the things that have been going on, the trades, the 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 free agency, the the franchise tags? Where are you at right now? It's been a crazy week, man. I am so excited to be on the show. I've been, like you said, anticipating it all week long. And we were talking just before the show, like some weeks in the off season for the NFL is more exciting and there's more action than there is in the regular season. Right. You know, some of the weeks can get boring and uh, with, yeah, all the moves and with the trades and with uh, the tags and the, the free agents and, and uh, all that stuff happening. It's been insane. Uh, it, been it, a ton, ton of action this week. Yeah. And, and we can anticipate all day long and, and we've been right with a few of them. And, and there's a, a couple of them that's kind of surprising, including the, the trades that have happened. I mean, uh, the Russell Wilson trade to Denver to me was mind boggling. Uh, it's what, what do they get a second round pick this year and a sixth round pick next year. And that's it. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, but how much does the Seahawks get though? Right. You know? <laughs> I mean, uh, Drew Locke is unproven. I mean, he did okay in college in 2017 when he threw for the most TDs 44, but you know, other than that, you know, they get a few other players, two first rounders, two second rounders and a fifth pick. But I have to say Russell Wilson's worth it, man. And I really was looking forward to talking about Russell Wilson because, I mean, I, I feel like, in my opinion, he's underrated. In the 10 years he spent in Seattle, he only had one year of a losing record, and that was this past season. Right. They were the worst in the division. It is a tough division, but he's going from one tough division to – even a tougher division, but I think he's ready for it. And he's built for it. Um, it was just ready for Seattle to make some changes. Um, they couldn't build around him anymore. And then obviously with, you know, dropping some other players as well. You know, Russell Wilson, he definitely is going to make Denver better. And he gives them a great shot to not only make the playoffs, but, you know, maybe have some success. He has a lot of playoff experience, a lot of wins under his belt. Um of course, he's going to go have to go compete against Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert. And now, you know, he's going to be right in there, man. And if you try to rate those quarterbacks, even it's, it's insane. But Russell Wilson, again, about the underrated, people don't realize like he averaged over 3,700 yards in passing every season. Right. He never had less than 20 TDs. In 2020, he had 40 TDs. 
Um, 13 interceptions is the most he ever threw in a season. He's got like Aaron Rodgers type nudgers. He's almost always in single digits for interceptions, almost always. Only three seasons in his 10 was he under uh, uh, 100 passer rating. Um, and in that tough division, to only have one losing season, the dude almost has 5,000 rushing yards as well. And we forget about that. He is a rushing quarterback, but he's a smart runner. We talked about this too off the show. He slides when he's getting ready to get hit. He doesn't get injured. And you know what? I got the hugest stat of all. And this dude, this one is like, he has played all 16 games in all 10 seasons he played for Seattle. Every game he played. Every game. And you can't you can't say that about other quarterbacks. Not even players like Aaron Rodgers. Um, the durability, the dependability. He's highly intelligent. He's a skilled quarterback. Man, dude, he's going to help Denver a lot, man. Now, I, I I will say this. NFC is, in my opinion, defensively, a lot more pressure. Yep. And I understand what you're saying. But I also want to say that it's going to be a different program. It's going to be a different program. And I think that, you know, okay, fine. He He doesn't fall under pressure but the AFC is a little bit different it's a little bit different in the aspect of you're going to have to make plays you're going to have to make solid plays you're going to have to make conscious plays and I think that he's going to have more pressure with that being said you know even with the NFC being a little bit more tighten it on the defensive level. I think that it's going to be a different world for him. And I think that he's going to have some issues that he, he might end up being forced to make plays, which he has the offense to do that. I, I don't get me wrong, but he, he definitely is going to, be forced to make plays that he didn't make before when he was with the Seahawks. Right. Um, but he, he can make plays and he does make plays and he'll use his feet if he needs to. And he'll try to find the open guy. Again, I'll go back to the interceptions. He is always in single digits and in interceptions besides one single year. So he protects the football as well. Very, very smart. Right. So I could see him really um, making some, I mean, you know, he, they, they'll probably have a slow start and uh, there'll be some rust. Um, they would be wise to play him all four or is it five games now in the preseason just to get him going um, with that offense. You could, no. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm just saying, I know the guy's talented and I know he's going to make the team better because they've been struggling for a quarterback since Peyton Manning was there. And before that, since right. Elway was there. So they've had huge gaps in their, quarterback positions since you know um you know the days back when they were winning Super Bowls so um well we'll have to see what happens but with other Seahawks players um the Seahawks are obviously yeah hold on hold on before we go to the other Seahawks players what do you think about and you know you're going to touch on this probably more so on your podcast but what do you think about the fact that Kanye West and Antonio Brown are really fighting to buy out the Broncos oh, and, and, and how with 
with, you know, Russell Wilson being on the Broncos now and being their main target, with all of that said and done, and they're really trying to to buy out the Broncos, and, and and they're they're very serious about this. How much do you think that the 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 drama of that effect actually affects the team as a, as a player, or or even as a, a you know even the coaches? Right. How, how does that affect everything? In the long term, I don't think it affects anything. So, if, if we were talking about all the major sports, um, I think professional football players and NFL have less of a distraction factor than other sports do, and less dramatics. And they're 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 you know ultimate pros. And the second thing is, there's no way that's happening because with the NFL and the good old boy network that they have, right. Um, in order for a team to be purchased by an owner, it has to be approved by the other owners. It right. has to be approved by the league. There's no way it's going to happen, bro. There's no way. And I'm not tech even because it's Antonio Brown or because it's Kanye West. I mean, and the Denver Broncos have been owned by the family for a very long time. So they're also going to make it right for the team to make sure they choose the right owner as well. So, I mean, it's a story. It's something to talk about. It's a TMZ thing, you know. Hey, you know, Kanye West and Antonio Brown, they definitely have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think ultimately it would be a mistake if it did happen. If it does happen, that would be the wrong direction for the Broncos to go, in my opinion. I mean, yes, Antonio Brown has NFL experience, but he doesn't have uh, experience as a general manager or finding talent or, you know, can you see him leading a franchise when he can't even stay on a team? He can't even stay on a team as a player. How's he going to manage or own a team? Exactly. And, and let's, I mean, uh, you, you mentioned TMZ. Let's, uh, give you a plug for a minute. Uh, what, what's the upcoming podcast that you're getting uh, about mid, let's mid-summer. talk talk about it for the 30 right like when, when is that going to happen sure well i've been playing with the name a little bit i've been playing with the logo trying to figure all that stuff out i've got some um professionals helping me out with the logo i'm trying to get everything dialed as far as equipment the show yeah. name the kind of concept and everything and right now i'm going with the show is going to be called talk 30 okay and it's going to be 30 minute shows um, I'm going to have a lot of special guests, and it's not going to have a, a focus in one particular direction. Yes, I'm going to talk about sports and entertainment and um, pop culture and current events. And, you know, I'm going to try to stay out of controversial and political topics. But in this day and age, a lot of times that's impossible. So a lot right. of when it does come to those topics, I'm going to stay more neutral. I'm going to ask questions and try to get people to think and and answer those questions for me right and at some point i'll have um guest or uh, listener engagement but where i'm going to start with the show is it's going to be an interview show every show i'm hoping to have a guest hopefully i'm going to bring like mental health awareness um uh, suicide awareness talk about people that have mental illnesses um and I'll try to get people on the show, too, that are interested in talking about a certain topic or 
say, let's say about combat veterans or talking about other things that we're dealing with in society and, and just sort of have an interview show. I've worked with professional um, uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, counselors, uh, marriage, family, therapists. Um, and then I'm going to try to grab people I've met on social media. And I know people throughout the nation, like in uh, Indiana and Maine and Oklahoma, Mississippi, and kind of pull people in and, and, and have real talk. And, and, and for our listeners, let, let, let's reach out to him and, and, and support that and, and make sure that we actually like kind of develop that and, and, you know, build that up so that, that we can talk about those things because those are all obviously very important details that that people need to talk about and people need to open up with and people need to to be aware of and you know everything to be able to listen and share stories and i also want to talk to people that have their own mental health issues or have gone to war and those kind of things too so they can share their stories so others can know they're not alone and they have the same or similar experiences as well. And to talk about some of the great professionals that I've worked with, man. So thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, you know, we're talking about uh, Russell Wilson, an amazing trade. So, I mean, he got traded to the Broncos. They got a second and what was it? A six round pick. Right. And oh, that's you talking it? about you talking about the uh, Broncos? Well, they just got Russell Wilson in a fourth round, but the Seahawks they got a fifth, two seconds, two firsts, a tight right, end, right. a DL, right. and a quarterback. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So, and, and 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 they got what? Who, who, so okay, what, what's going to happen with that? Because honestly, th- that division is going to be strong now. Obviously, Absolutely. with the Russell strongest. Wilson. I say the strongest division. <laughs> Bar none. Bar none. I mean, you got Russell Wilson, you got Derek Carr, you got uh, Patrick Mahomes, and you got fucking Herbert. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's going to be strong. And with that being said, since we're talking about Seahawks players and a lot of changes there, Wagner was released. So they're obviously going in a different direction. They're like, it seems like they're going a full uh, rebuild. Um, dropping Wagner drops about $16.5 million off the cap. Right, he's been one of the best linebackers in the league, dude. He goes all the way back to the um, the and, region of bo- boom, and he yeah. and Russell were drafted in the same draft in 2012. Yeah, and and the the top tackler slash like sacks every year, every year. So he's down. Yep. what are you what are you doing with that? I don't know. So he's released. And, and just to talk about his talent, I know he's had some seasons where he's been injured, but his rookie season, he played 15 out of 16 games. Right. Dude had 140 tackles and he hasn't lost a beat. Um, although he's um, made eight pro bowls out of his 10 seasons as well. He, um, he had 170 tackles last year in 16 games. That's more than 10 tackles a game, bro. He has not lost a beat, so he's going to be playing somewhere if he wants to, for sure. So we'll have to see what what uh, what happens with that. Well, Needless to say, obviously the Seahawks are uh, last in the West, and they will be for a while now with the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Niners playing the way they are right now. With no quarterback and and no top 
defensive player. Like, where do you see him going, though? Like, honestly, like, with all the amazing trades going on right now, like, I feel like, okay. I mean, I, I don't even comprehend why they are getting rid of him. I, I got the Russell Wilson thing. I, I understood that, okay? But I don't understand him. So where is he going? I mean, I, maybe, I, the, maybe the Cardinals. They they just dropped Hicks. And because Hicks was talking about wanting to be traded and he was upset and he ended up playing all year last year, but he did request a trade that never kind of panned out. He's been there seven years. He played all 17 games last year, but they dropped him. Wagner can go right on in on the Cardinals. Damn, he would for sure help that defense. What about the Rams? He could help the Rams too. They've been all in. Maybe they'll sign another big contract because it seems like it's been kind of a a a, a copycat league. You know, right. teams are going all in now mm-hmm. and going for it all. They're going to take the hit now and have to pay dividends later. They're going to be good now, try to get the rings now, and they're going to suffer later because they're still going to have to be paying all, all that money even when these players are all gone. So the Rams um, so. Rams brought in uh, Weddle, and, uh, and he's already back to normal life. Right. You know, I, what if – he goes to the Rams. What? It, maybe not for as much money, but like at the same time, he wants to contribute well, to different... a victory. Yeah. And well, they... what teams are doing too? They're paying uh, a signing bonus up front, so it's not as much against the cap. Right. And so that he can do that, and then you know play four years, but uh, get a lot of guaranteed money. And you know they and... want to bring it back. Uh, quote unquote, they want to bring yeah. it back. So like they, they want another championship. So Weddle's probably not going to be in the picture, but at the same time, when you look at him and, 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 and Wagner, he's like, okay, I, I was already committed to a team, but right. you're not going to give me the support. So why not go to another championship team? The Rams need help in the secondary, absolutely. And he can provide that. He's got the, the play, he's got the drive, he's got that playoff experience, and they need help in the secondary for sure. I mean, obviously they have one of the best defensive lines, but they definitely need uh, help in the secondary. So. I, and and that's a team that I can see absolutely going to. I can also see maybe the Niners, but like I, I feel like the Niners don't really have the, the space for that. Like, I think they, right. they have to figure out their quarterback first. But right. uh, I, I would say the Rams. I would say the uh, even the Saints. Yeah, because I don't see him going to a team that is not winning. He's not just going to go for the money now because he's already had his payday. Sure, he could probably get one more, but I don't see him going to any of the teams like in the, the bottom echelon right now he's going for a, a team that's in the playoffs or going to be in the playoffs for sure so he could gonna make a switch to the afc i could see him even going over what about going to the raiders raiders maybe maybe yeah. but i, I yeah. what about the the packers yeah 
<laughs> the Packers. They could definitely need they definitely need some help on defense. I know right. they had a, a special teams blooper. This is what basically knocked him out of the playoffs, but they could certainly need some help, but I'm not sure if they can afford him unless he's going to take like a veteran minimum because they just signed Mr. Aaron Rodgers to a humongous deal and really Green Bay is like mortgaging their future, right? And for what? What? For another 13 and 3 season, for another loss in the playoffs. And and I'm I'm a big um, Aaron Rodgers apologist, but just to see this huge contract, to see him kind of kind of having full control of Green Bay during the offseason again, is there any argument truly, though, who is the best quarterback in the league now that Tom Brady is uh, retired? No, it is Aaron Rodgers, but he's got to prove it, man. I mean, this contract could paralyze the team. And they're not going to be able to really do much under the cap. They've already had to franchise player the best um, franchise tag, the best receiver on their team. Um, And if anybody should do a cap friendly deal, uh, it should be Aaron Rodgers to make room for other guys. I mean, Tom Brady did it and he's got seven rings. I mean, so, I mean, they're not even competing for Super Bowls. They're not even competing for NFC championships. Like, not. You gotta, and, you gotta and, win games, dude. Not in the regular season. You can't just be paid. Man, you gotta get a couple rings, buddy. I know you got one, but you need more. Like, really, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but he, he yeah. in NFL history, he is the highest paid ever, ever. Yeah. So, so you have uh, Patrick Mahomes, who is similar to, but his deal was longer term so it then turns to Aaron Rodgers where it it makes it to where it's he is now the highest paid ever in the league and ever what are you gonna do what are you gonna do like you said so so you're okay great you're you're gonna win games right okay fine but are you gonna ever do anything are you gonna win a championship ever Ever? If he de- and if he doesn't win another championship, will this affect his dynasty and his career? I think yes. so. Yes. Yes. I think so. 100%. He need, what he needs to get what the are you doing? Done. What are yeah, you doing? No. Okay, great. We can we can go to Adams and we can talk about like franchise tag. That's only one year. Okay, right. great. You have one of the greatest receivers in the NFL right now. Great. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. What are you do doing? This year. Exactly. What if are you, you don't doing do it this year? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you play to win the game, as Herman would say. But, but we're not playing just to win the regular season, man. We got to get in the playoffs. We got to win playoff games. We got to win the Super Bowl. You know, uh, I mentioned already uh, Peyton Manning, but he finally got his two at the end of his career. But, you know, obviously the last one, the defense basically won the championship for him. He just had to go on there and not break his neck again. And, All day. Uh, all and day. not turn Defense over the ball. Championships. Yep. But Aaron Rodgers has to win because of this deal. He has to. There's no more excuses. No more excuses at all. But speaking of the quarterback, what, what does this do for, for Love? So Love's been sitting right. on the bench, almost identical to how Aaron Rodgers started his career. You get drafted. You sit behind like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You learn. Right. You get better. You grow. And he's extending his career just like Aaron Rodgers did because he's sitting there learning and not get out there getting hit, getting injured. Okay. He was drafted in the first round. I think that kind of turned Aaron Rodgers the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but, but Aaron sat behind one of the best in the league. So it seems like it's like a perfect situation for Love, actually. Oh, Love, actually. You know that? 
that's a movie and that's uh my wife's favorite movie of all time by the way anyways i, I digress um okay there's, there's talk that love was asking or should ask for a trade um, yeah or you know but i think in my opinion he should watch and learn like he is and um he's protecting his body and his head like i said and he's learning from the best i mean what are you gonna do you're gonna go and play for the Colts or are you going to go and play for some sorry team? What are you going to do? Um, he's got the starting job is going to be given to him as soon as Aaron walks away. So, okay. So <laughs> with, with that being said, <coughs> excuse me. Okay. So you, you have Tom Brady and yeah. you, you, you have an opportunity to actually start and show what you're worth and then, you, of course, you have a, a a phenomenal year. But even Drew, I mean, excuse me, Tom Brady, even said, if it wasn't for my successful year, I probably would have been the backup for Drew Bledsoe. Correct. Right. Right. He, he said that in, in NFL films. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, but the problem that I have with that is, is that we are no longer in that type of NFL environment where you have a guy that kind of comes in, you know, I could even talk about like the 49ers with Garoppolo and, 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 you know, it, it, it's not like that anymore. It's not. It, so, but Green so, Bay is a different. Green Bay is a different monster. They're they're interesting and they're different in their own way. They're owned by the fans. They're fan owned teams, so they don't have owners and upper management all the stuff. They do have a general manager. They do have a head coach, and they discuss all the things through management to make changes. They don't have an ownership like a Jerry Jones kind of thing. It's all owned by fans, well, and so I, I they do even, things differently. Even... Yeah, I, and I agree with that. But I, I, I would more like compare it to like uh, Pittsburgh to where like they have their, their quarterback and that, that's what they're going to run with. But like I think that, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna go with somebody that has learned the system. But at the same time, like maybe more of a vet because they want to win now. Not, not let's rebuild and see what, what the rookie can do essentially, but more so like what, what can we do now? Right. But I I think it's still a good way to go. If you have a talented quarterback position, you, you you draft another one, he watches for a few years and put him in there and he just takes over and it's just a smooth transition. I could not think of another team that was a smooth transition as far to Aaron Rodgers then a Joe Montana to Steve Young. There's no other team that's done it besides that. Right. But speaking of speaking of Jordan Love. Well, well, hold on, hold on before okay. you go to him. So, okay. I would say that there there has been a smooth transition. So you mentioned like like Montana and and like even like uh uh of course I'm not going to remember his name. Um. The transitions, though, of the quarterback. So, so like, 
I think that there is a few teams that have had smooth transitions, just like Aaron Rodgers. So it was like Favre to Aaron Rodgers. You know, there. I can't say that you can go like Garoppolo. I mean, uh, 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 Rogers to love. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's like, like I was gonna say, Garoppolo to. Uh, help you're me trying out. To say Montana, you're trying to say Montana to Young? No, no, no. Because no. Garoppolo to who? There's no. Are you talking about the um, 49ers rookie that they have now? It's not even that. That doesn't even count because Garoppolo has not even been there long enough to be considered like a franchise quarterback, and he can't stay on the field either. So I wouldn't right. even consider that um, as a smooth transition. But, but there hasn't. That, there that's hasn't the, been many. That's the thing. That that that's what. That's my point that I'm making. There's not a smooth transition. There's there's not like a quarterback to another quarterback that you can just go with it. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not they're not developed enough yet to be able to make that transition. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's perfect for Jordan Love to wait a couple more years and he will be ready to make that right. transition just right. like just like Aaron Rodgers did. So and that's, Speaking of love, I want to give the show some love. So y'all are listening to the Fields Daily Show. We really appreciate it. And of course, your host, Fields Daily and Sean F. Smith. Please give us some love and like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and listen on here on Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. That is the Fields Daily Show. And I want to make sure we give a shout out to de slash creations.com. Um, check out Joe's website. That's David Edward uh, dash dash creations.com. That's D E dash C R E A T I O N S.com. Check out what he's got for you there. And you could even get some merch from our show on there and much other merch. Uh, don't forget Woodsmiths, uh, Eric out there in Sacramento and the brew crew. Soon you can also listen to us on Pandora and iHeartRadio. But please give us a listen to the Trills Daily Show. 100%. So, listen, I, I, I have, like, in my opinion, the top five picks in the first round of the NFL Combine and the, and the NFL Draft. So, so the first one that I'm going to go with is I really think that it, it's not in any specific order, but I do think that it's it's big picks and why they will help each one of them. So I think the Jaguars are going to go with defensive lineman, Jordan Davis. And obviously they need some help on the defense. They didn't get Khalil Mack. We'll talk about that in another episode, if not this episode, but they need some, they need some pressure on the defense. The, the number two, they're looking for a quarterback. Saints are looking for a quarterback. I think, that they're going to get Malik Willis, bar none. I think that he fits their entire agenda. I I have no question about that. I kind of mentioned him with another team before. But I, I don't think that there is another team out there that will actually... Utilize him 
better than the Saints. And, you know, number three, even though Philly has three picks in the first round, I think that they're going to go with wide receiver Garrett Wilson in the first pick just because they need a receiver that can that can make shit happen. Excuse me the language, but they, they need somebody that can actually like run routes, make start right now. They're in a rebuilding process and they need to get somebody out there that like can do it right now. Uh, also number four, I already said it on the last episode and I still stand my ground with it. I think that Sam Howell is definitely going to Pittsburgh. I even think that I will go as far as to say that they will make some sort of trade happen to make sure that they get him. Because I think that Sam Howell is the Pittsburgh Steelers starting quarterback of the new season. I, 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 will stand by that until the draft happens and things happen and they make a decision on where they're at with that, even saying, okay, we're going to give our, our rookie a chance to actually start. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Sam Howell is the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think that he is the almost exact fit from Big Ben. I, I think I, I'm going to fight that until it happens. I, I, I don't see another pick happening until then. And then number five, I really think that, you know, Miami is trying to improve on their offensive line. And I, I see them going with Charles Cross. Big, big pickup, but he may not be available by the time they, they, they get their pick, but we'll see. We'll see. They they definitely need to improve on that. And at the end of the day, you know, they're not going to, they're not making big moves on the free agency. So, and there's not really a whole lot of opportunity right. on free agency. So they're, they got to do something with a draft. So is this your, like the best five guys you think coming out of the combine going into the draft? I think that it's my top five picks for the specific teams and how they will improve with those teams. It's not the best five. Oh, okay. of the draft it's how they will benefit each team okay with what they need okay so so because because let's be honest you 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 have the best five right quote unquote right but that's not even a thing okay because you 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 have in the first round, you have your your best five players, and how many of those 
five players actually do something for those teams. Well, that being said, also, you can have the best five or the top five that you think should go in the draft, but if it doesn't fit those team-specific needs, then um, what's the point of drafting them? But some people have the opinion of, well, we're going to draft the best player available. Well, what if you don't need a linebacker and that's who it is, you know, because I know there's a lot of uh, linemen, there's a lot of edge rushers um, available now in this draft. There's only a few quarterbacks. We've talked about those in prior shows, but well, and, who really, who, and who really wants to talk about the first five teams that have to draft? Yeah. Like the ja- Jaguars, Lions, Texans, Jets, and Giants. It doesn't really matter who they draft in those first five is it really going to benefit those teams? And they have so many needs. There's a reason why the Jags won three games. The Lions won three games. The Texans have been terrible for the last few years at four wins. The Jets won four games. The Giants won four games. You know, <clears throat> and so I think there's other teams that will, I don't know, the Jets might benefit because they have two picks in the first round. We and, talked and, about how the Eagles have three, the Lions have yeah. two, the Giants have two, but they have those for a reason. And, and terrible you could talk teams. about, yeah, exactly. And you could talk about the Raiders too. Like they always, historically speaking, they always pick the fastest receiver right. in the draft. And what 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 does that happen? Okay, so like for example, uh, a few years ago, I talked about like the Raiders are going to pick up Amari Cooper, right? They did, they yep. did, but maybe they can get he it got back. traded to our. Then he went to Dallas. And then, guess what's happening now? He's being released from Dallas. Yep, so maybe he'll go back to uh, the Raiders. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> but going back to the draft, I think the Eagles do are in a position to do a lot of damage. They were in the playoffs this year, although we knew where they were going to get knocked out right away by Tampa Bay. Right. They have three first-round picks. They could trade up and do something, yep. or they can keep all three of those and have three first-round picks to build their team up and, and be – even better than they were last year. Now, let me ask you a question real quick. Sure. With that being sure. said, so they're confident in Jalen Hurts, yep. but does it strike a question if they're not going to benefit off of free agency? Does it strike a question that maybe, just maybe, they go after a quarterback? Oof. They could, they could, but it I mean, like I mean, if Malik you know, Willis was still available, because I don't see yeah. them going after after Sam. But if if Malik Willis was still available, do you think that they would draft him? I don't think so. I think that Jalen showed improvement. Um, he shows that he could play in the lights. I mean, he did fail in his first playoff game, but we knew that they they were underdogs. Anyway. They were not going to win that game against no. Bay and Tom Brady. No. So, but he he improved from six TDs to sixteen TDs from year one to year two. Um, threw for a lot more yards, played a lot more games. Um, seems pretty poised. Yes, he needs to not run as much. Maybe he needs to watch some Russell Wilson film and. Uh, you know, stay in the pocket longer, run around a little longer, try to find the open man instead of running. And if you do run slide, make sure you're going to play 16 games every year. Right. So I think they're going to go with Jalen Hurts. I don't know that they need another quarterback. I don't think they'll draft there out of those three picks. Um, they'll probably build up the rest of their team. 
Now, so, real quick, real quick, yep. we, we, we don't have to jump on it too much, but like you had talked about, like, there's 12 teams that are hurting for a quarterback. Kind of not hurting, but like searching for a quarterback, potentially. Right. What is your take on that? Just real quick. Well, other than the top teams with quarterbacks, um, there are a lot of teams struggling with keeping the guy in action, keeping the guy on the field. We've had some retirements with Ben Roethlisberger. We've had um, guys having a hard time. Yeah, yeah. Having, yeah, retirements. You've had guys having a hard time staying on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a lot of sort of career backups um, and, you know, um, some high paid quarterbacks potentially that could be either traded or dropped. Um, you've got some like mediocre quarterbacks like your Baker Mayfields. And, um, you so know, I have a, I have a question with Baker Mayfield. But, yeah. So we, we have Wentz going on right now and, and he yeah. was that, that, that's a kind of a crazy trade that we haven't talked about yet, but so let's talk about Wentz real quick, and then we'll we'll, we'll go back on some other like sure. quarterbacks that that are potentially like where where are we now kind of deal, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Wentz, you know, that was crazy. I I was not expecting that. What what's your thoughts on that? First of all, before I even even talk on that. Yeah, it's crazy. So Wentz has not been a phenomenal quarterback. I mean, he played the uh, five years with Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a hard time even staying in the game. So if you're talking about a guy that's playing 11, 12, 13 games a season, um, you're missing like a quarter of the season. Like right. that is not a durable or a dependable quarterback. And he played really well for the Colts the first half of the season. Um, and then he just kind of tailed off when you're losing to the Jaguars, the last game of the season, you're losing to the Raiders. Um, when you have to, all you have to do is win one of your last two games mm-hmm. and you're in the playoffs. Um, he hasn't done a whole lot in his career. He's like an 85, 85 guy, well, like a 50, 50 guy. Sorry. 50, 55. He's played in 85 games, but his record is like 44 and 40. Of course, he's got the tie on his record as well. He hasn't done anything great, and he can't stay on the field. He's only had three out of his six seasons, so 50-50 he's going to play every game. Um, and then he's going to miss four or five potential games in another season. So, Okay, real quick. I don't know. So where is he going to go? Hold on, real quick. Yeah. What What's the comparison between him and, and Stafford? Stafford. So Stafford, I mean, if you've never played on a championship team, right? You've you've never. So of course you're going to be compared to that. So what? That's what funny you say that. That it's funny you say that because Wentz did play on a championship team, but he was injured, so the backup quarterback won the championship for them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where Stafford, Stafford was in there. He was durable in all those years. He played with Detroit, and Detroit was terrible. Stafford was still in there, getting his numbers, hitting his receivers, staying right. in the game, 
And now he has a team built around him. That's all he needed. And he wins a championship in his first year with the Rams. So, um, yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy is, in my opinion, overrated. He's not, he's not worth a a starting position anywhere. I, I, I don't care where you try to place him. Like, it, it's just – so, for example, okay, uh, Marcus Mariota is a free agent for the Las Vegas Raiders, yep. and there's a few teams left over that are still looking for a quarterback. I see him as a starting quarterback above him because what are you looking at? You're, so – Mariota is mobile, he's accurate, and he's smart with the game. Now, you look at the opposite of that, and it's like, okay, you've been a starter, and you still can't seem to get it right. right. Why are you still a starter? Why are you still a starter? Obviously, the Colts decided to go in a different direction because they weren't convinced that he was the guy for their team. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're going to give their young quarterback from uh, University of Texas a try and move on from Wentz. But with Wentz going to the – what is it? The, the Washington Commanders? <laughs> Washington Commanders. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one. The Washington Commanders. Um, yeah. They've had some struggles at quarterback, so maybe if Wins can stay healthy, he can go in there. Maybe he can get the job done. It, um, well, get the job done, meaning he can compete, but not quite get the job done. Right. And, and let let let's go back to the Colts for a, for a second. Sure. Yeah, so, for sure. What do the Colts do now that um, Wins is gone? What are they going to do at quarterback? Right. So there has been talk about Derek Carr and how much they have offered him they so there has been so the first option was we're going to offer you 7 million over what you're getting for the raiders plus a second third and fourth round pick plus a seventh eighth and fourth round pick next no. year that's a deal and here here here's what i'm saying though the raiders aren't going to do that and it, and if they did they would be foolish Derek well, you Carr, just talked about you just talked about how great mariota is if they get like get rid of car and have like seven picks in return and they go with mariota he's so great you just said it yes but Derek Carr doesn't want to go to another team. And I really wish that this whole talk, because it's not just the Colts, that there's actually been two other teams that have not similar uh, picks, but like similar like offers. And it boggles my mind because it's like, hey, Carr's not going anywhere. He will, he will retire as a Raider. And if he doesn't, I that will boggle my mind. 
boggle mm. my mind. Because I'll tell you this right now. If I get why the Colts want him, I mean, the only quarterback in the league that had better stats than Carr last year was Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Okay. And so every hater out there, okay, fine. Fine. That's, I understand. But let me tell you this. Literally, aside from passing yards, the only thing that Patrick Mahomes had over Derek Carr last year was passing yards. And we're only looking at like slightly under 200 or maybe close to 200 passing yards. But aside from that, it was all equal. All equal. Okay. Okay. I... Yeah, the Colts want him, but yeah, and, I, and part of that, part of that, you're saying Carr wouldn't go or would. I mean, if he's set Adam and he's not going to go anywhere, he's going to retire instead of leaving the Raiders. But um, yeah. as far as the Colts go, I think they might give Ellinger a shot. I mean, he did really well in Texas. He did well when he played in the preseason last year. Um, he had a lot of talent. When he played for the Longhorns, he played all four years in college. He threw for almost 12,000 yards. Dude had 94 touchdowns and only 27 picks in just 46 games. So he's got an arm. He's got some action. He's the – he could he be the quarterback of the future. I don't know. He, I mean, you might as well throw him out there. Um, I get is it. Is he ready? He should get out there and get some experience. He can move around in the pocket. I get um, it. He can. I, hey, he, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Longhorns fan, all day. Yeah. But I, 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 as you have said many times before, when you get to the NFL, it's a different ball game. Absolutely. And that's my problem with that. I, I, hey, I'm gonna support him all day long because he's a Texas alumni, but. Yeah. But he was drafted he, out of the sixth he, round, just like Tom Brady was. Uh, he gets yeah, his shot, and he gets yeah. thrown out there, and he gets his shot, and he moves around and makes some plays. And I don't know. Offensive, if they can build the offensive lineup to give him some time, he could go out there and win some games. Yeah, you're I mean right. they obviously hey, didn't. They obviously it, you, didn't you believe in wins. You, you hit the nail on the head right there. Get the offensive lineman built up. And give him some time. Yes. Okay. I'm. I, I fully support that. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. He can do it. He yeah. can do it. But right now, no, not quite. Yeah. Not quite. I do want to get some af- uh, off some field action before we end the show, and to um, talk about the young man who decided he was gonna not use his brain and and, and bet. Oh. football games and yeah bet on his own team and he i know it, it sounds safe and well and it sounds like oh i didn't know kind of thing but when you're going out there and you're betting football and that's one of the first things they teach you and you cannot bet it whether you're playing or you're not playing and you're going there and you're betting i mean yeah. it's probably not an isolated event there's probably other players doing it and he didn't try to hide it or anything he just straight up said yeah i, I dropped 15 you know mm-hmm. like, no no biggie i did it yep for sure 
Mm-hmm. And but I mean, why not have your friend do it for you, or why not have like a burner phone, or why not? You know, is it more of a problem than it actually seems? Was it a one-time deal? Is it? An, I would be concerned. Is it an actual addiction, or is it something that's not that serious? I mean, you know, I, that worries I, I, I me think... to. I think that maybe we should talk about uh, uh, a future conversation as far as like uh, not mental addiction, but like right. like mental health issues. And right. I don't know if that's going to be something more so on on your end with your right. uh, future podcast. I'd be happy but to talk like, about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. I, I do think that that is something that we should address. Uh, but, maybe yeah. maybe a special podcast for that. Right. Um, but I so yeah, I think we should get a special because I know we, we're running out of time. We got to get going, but just the yeah. the, Rid, the Ridley thing we should cover because uh, him getting suspended not just for a year but indefinitely is something we should discuss. Yeah. And how that compares to other things that are going on in the league and how the NFL is trying to protect their badge and all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah. yeah, I would like to get into it more. So that could be a whole show in itself. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you. And I, I think that uh, we, we did a podcast recently with uh, G and, and um, I think that he would want to be a part of that as well. And I think that um, that's something that is definitely important that we should talk about um but again like you just said uh a podcast in itself so um with that being said uh i think it's time to wrap it up and i hope you guys enjoy our show and continue to listen again on anchor spot uh spotify and google podcast eventually we're going to make it to Pandora and iHeartRadio. We're still waiting on the logistics of it. But, uh, you know, always check us out on Facebook. Follow us. Uh, like us on there. Subscribe on YouTube. And Frills Daily, Sean F. Smith, out. Peace.